Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Embedded Computing Design and Open Systems Media, here for this week's Embedded Insiders podcast with the newly appointed Editor-in-Chief of Embedded Computing Design, Brandon Lewis. Hello, Brandon. Hi, how are you, Rich? I'm great. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, it's an honor, and I'm really excited to, to do some new and like, exciting things, excited to do exciting things um, with ECD and with you. All right, so I'll, I'll tell you what, I won't put you on the spot, but in the next podcast, I'm going to ask you what you have planned for embedded computing design, so I'll, I'll give you a week to think about it. I already got a lot up my sleeve, so a week will right. be more than enough time. Okay, that's great. Uh, for this week's podcast... Um, Wait, we're, in, we're brought to you by the Trusted Computing Group. Learn how to secure the insecure Internet of Things by visiting trustedcomputinggroup.org. Or if you're going to be at Sensors Expo next week in San Jose, on the 28th, the Trusted Computing Group is putting on a little workshop uh, for half a day in the afternoon. So try and swing on by if you're not already registered. See if you can register at the Reg Desk at the uh, San Jose Convention Center. And if they want to register online? Uh, go to sensorsexpo.com and it'll walk you through the registration form and you'll be able to select from a radio button whether or not you're interested in attending the uh, TCG Trusted Computing Group workshop. Very nice. In addition to that, I know we're working on, not working on, we have scheduled two workshops, and in each of those workshops, we'll be giving all the attendees development boards. One is a microchip board, a PIC-based board, and the second one is a RISC-V board, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's a really hot topic right now. I'm really, I'll be there, so I'm really excited to see what uh, those two companies, which are pretty soon to be one company, well, technically one will be a subsidiary, Microsemi will. Um, really, really excited to see what they got up their sleeves. Are you going to take the class and do the board startup? Yeah, we'll see if there's not a bunch of logistical uh, hurdles for me to deal with. Otherwise, I'm going to be plugged in right there alongside the attendees. All right, so you'll have plenty to report on next week. We're going to have to do the uh, extended version of the Embedded Insiders next week. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, so this week, uh, what I'd like to talk about, uh, I had a discussion earlier today with Rich Carpenter from uh, GE, and uh, he, he brought up a pretty interesting point that I wanted to get your opinion on. Um, we were talking about the difference between the IoT for the consumer and the IoT for industrial applications, and he was of the mind that what really propels uh, the consumer IoT is uh, some of these mega companies who, who just force-fed it through like the Apples and the Googles and everybody just sort of hopped on the bandwagon and for the most part they did the right thing and it worked out great and we have this really interesting consumer IoT. And on the industrial side, we, we don't have a Google. I mean, we, we sort of have Amazon, but it's, it's just not the same where everybody's hopped on board. Um, and I was asking him if he thought there would be somebody like that to to hop on and push people through, and he said no. So I said, well, isn't GE that company that has to do that? And he sort of hedged a little bit and said, probably not. Um, but what's your take on that? Well, that's weird because I was going to say exactly what you said. I thought that, you know, out, out of all of the companies that are driving that sort of Industry 4.0, Industrial IoT, Industrial Internet uh, revolution, the first company that comes to my mind is GE. Of course, you know, there's also all the ABBs and the Siemens of the world, but... I always figured that GE, with everything they were doing around, you know, 
digital transformation, softwareization, digital twins, and all of that sort of technology that really helps manufacturers keep track of products not only in you know not only the equipment that they have on their manufacturing floors, but for higher value equipment that's being shipped out into the field and being able to track that later on. I, that's always been synonymous with GE, in my mind at least. Yeah, what well, we sort of came around to, and it was actually more my opinion than his, was that it would be more of a standards body than a company who would be the one that people would, would rally around. Um, maybe it's the IIC or one of the other consortiums, but I, but I, I don't think that there's anybody who will do that in the industrial space, partly because of the risk involved. Um, you know, if, from do you want to be the one who, who mandates the necessary security? Do you want to be the one who mandates the necessary reliability? And, and I'm not sure if anybody wants to do that. Well, you know, another interesting thing is when you take a step back and look at it is over time, a lot of these really, really big industrial companies, we'll just call them industrial companies, have had their own implementations of things, you know, like a Modbus protocol or, you know, a field bus protocol. You know, they, they implement it in their own way. They have their own flavor. And you know, that's sort of been their proprietary way of keeping, you know, their fingers in a bunch of different pots around the industry. And going to a more standardized approach, which is probably what's going to be necessary for the industrial IoT, is not, is, is, is uncommon. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a change in thinking. Um, you know, but it's the grow the pie versus, you know, keep a bigger portion of the pie that you already have. I do know that some people, um, especially a, who are working on Ethernet time-sensitive networking uh, over at the Avenue Alliance, are looking at ways to have a common file layer for uh, Ethernet networking, which may break down some of those silos. But, yeah, I, it's going to take a lot of those big players, you know, being willing to uh, break down some of their traditional silos and work in a co-opetition with a lot of their competitors um, for some of this stuff to really, you know, blow the top off of IIoT. But when it does happen in a vendor-led way like that, you know, you say a common file layer, uh, it would be a common file layer that happens to benefit whoever comes up with it. And, you know, that's normally the case. And if it's something big enough, like in years past when we were doing some of these buses and Intel was pushing stuff through, um, obviously, it was really good for Intel, but it just happened to be good for the industry as well, and, that, and that's why they caught on. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is about about standards is when you look at standards bodies and you look at the people that are on the board, it usually is, yeah, almost universally, you have a bunch of those big those big companies on there. You know, if in the consumer space, Intel's you know on that uh, OCF and Samsung and you know companies like that. So I imagine that the same thing is, you know, with the IIC, it's the same thing. Uh, you know, a lot of big industrial type companies are on those boards and driving the decisions that way. Um, so you know, either way, the standards is sort of an, an abstraction of what a lot of those big companies want to do. So if you ever think, why would somebody want one of those thankless jobs on those standards bodies, there's your answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, that wraps up our Embedded Insiders. Uh, I'd like to hear what the Embedded community has to say about what we just talked about. It's sort of controversial, you know, about as controversial as we get, I guess. Oh, uh, there are a couple more controversial things, like who's better at golf, me or you? <laughs> <laughs> just a disclaimer, I just finished my first ever full round of golf, so Rich has a little bit of a head start, but I'm, I'm coming for him. 
I do. I have way more years than I would ever admit to anybody playing golf. But um, I look forward to being out there with you. Yep. See you on the links. Absolutely. We are brought to you by the Trusted Computing Group, the folks who secure the insecure Internet of Things. See them at www.tcg.org. Have a great week, Brandon. You too, Rich.